Like I should have a hut. Yeah. Or like a little house in the back where if it's like that time, I can just go be with myself, feel these hormones because I can feel them in my body. Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I can like. Yeah, you see, you like, you literally like want to like get out of your skin. Yes, that's one thing I said. I want to crawl out of my skin and like leave the skin on the ground and like escape. I want to tell you about a new show I think you will love. People Magazine's People Every Day, hosted by editor-at-large Janine Rubenstein. People Every Day is a mix of the most popular celebrities and inspirational human interest stories, mixed with entertainment news, exclusive interviews, and feature stories. From unpacking Britney Spears' conservatorship and cultural scandals to interviews with the stars like Julianne Moore, The Rock, Chelsea Clinton, and more, People Every Day is your daily dose of pop culture and what makes us human. Welcome to the Secret Life Podcast. Tell me your secret. I'll tell you mine. Sometimes you have to go through the darkness to reach the light. That's what I did. After 12 years of recovery in sex and love addiction, I finally found my soulmate, myself. Please join me in my novel, Secret Life of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict a four-time bestseller on Amazon. It's a brutal, honest, raw, gnarly ride, but hilarious at the same time. Check it out now on Amazon. Welcome to Secret Life Podcast. I'm Brianne Davis-Gant. Today, I'm pulling back the curtains of all kinds of human secrets. We'll hear about what people are hiding from themselves or others. You know, those deep, dark secrets you probably want to take to your grave are those lighter, funnier secrets that are just plain embarrassing. Really, the how, what, when, where, and why of it all. Today, this is the 100th episode. Wow. Wow. And my guest today is Mark. 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 The other half of Secret Life podcast and me, Brianne. So I have to ask us, which I don't want to ask us, just so you know. Dun, dun, dun. What <laughs> is, is your secret? secret? My secret is, is that I become Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde when I am hormonal or on my period. And my secret is, as much as I say, oh, yeah, I understand that you're on your period. I can't help but react or poke the bear. (laughs) I can't stop. You can't stop yourself. I feel like it's personal attack on me. And so that's my secret. (laughs) So we didn't want to do this episode. Like, let's be honest. Like, we were like, we don't want to do this. But in our life right now, and especially... My hormones are getting crazy and they're affecting me, you know, at least twice a month in like two period, two day periods. And Mark and I were like, does anybody else have this? Does anybody else want to crawl out of their skin and like kill somebody else when they're this hormonal? And so that's why we decided to do this episode. I'm very uncomfortable right now. Like I, 
I feel like I do want to crawl out of my skin because I'm going through it right now. Well, that's the thing. I was going to say you're going through it right now. So it's sort of like the perfect thing. Like, I guess we should do it today, which by the way, I do not want to do it today for that exact reason. Because just two seconds before we started doing it, I said, I think there's something like right there on your cheek. She's like, what, what, where? I don't see it. And he's like, like, it's a black dot. Like, she's like, I'm see, I'm so, I'm so annoyed right now. I'm so irritated. So irritated. I'm like, I don't even, what do I do? I'm like, I'm so irritated with you. It's a freckle. Leave me alone women have to be perfect yeah, that's like, literally what i just i think it's like a piece of like little from your eyelash or whatever <laughs> i mean don't but don't say whatever i mean it's like a whole nother thing so yeah so uh, that's how i feel right now yeah. like uh, i just want to like hurt somebody because i'm hurting physically so this obviously you know Neither of us are doctors. So this is not a, uh, this is not going to be an episode of like, we're going to break down, you know, why the body does this and how that (laughs) affects the chemicals in the brain, which would obviously be great. And if anybody knows, please let it reach out. Reach out. You know what? We might put some links in the, in the, in, in the, in the description, but I think it's what, why I think what came up was the biggest thing for me is that it feels like you just said, it's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Mm -hmm. Like last night we're having this really great conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, wow, she's become so compassionate for herself and listening to how you're talking. And then this morning you wake up and everything's annoying that I do like everything, like just, just, I I thought you were going to make the shake. I'm like, I, I, I I didn't know we didn't have a conversation. I was going to make the shake, but I do usually make the shake. I just hadn't made the shake. Now in the past, yes, I'll say that I have engaged with that, which we call poking the bear. Yes. Poking the bear. Don't poke the bear. You're the bear. Yes. I'm poking the bear yeah. by engaging in Dr. retaliation with Dr. Jekyll. I guess. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing is like, I asked you don't poke the bear and then you still poke the bear. It's like, you can't even help it. And I almost think because my hormones are going kookadoo, then your hormones are going kookadoo. Because they do say men have PMS, just right. so you, you know, and they can sync up with their partner. Right. Well, I definitely feel like that we can sync that we're synced up and that I'll definitely feel agitated, irritated, you know, and at times. Yeah. But again, it's I'm curious if other people, other couples have dealt with this because, you know, I ju- oh, I know some people have. Yeah. Um, well, I did read that article about Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell and yeah. a friend sent it to me that he she has to hormonal regulate because they almost break up every time she's like about to have her period. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's why we should do it and talk about it because I've never heard another couple actually say, Oh, I thought you said you were going to take the pill. The thing, whatever she's going to do. I don't <laughs> no, understand what that means. What that? So what self-regulate. Does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. When I read the article, there was nothing. I think the awareness no of it. Oh, okay. I think the awareness of it and the conversation of it and just like saying, this is how I'm feeling. I want to crawl out of my skin. I'm so angry and you're annoying me. And I don't know why. Because here's the thing. I am have so much sobriety, 12 years, right? So I understand that feelings are just feelings and they actually, there's no truth a lot of the times to the feelings. So when these moments happen, I can rationally say to my husband who's sitting here that I'm irritated. You haven't done anything wrong, but you're annoying the crap out of me. (laughs) (laughs) And I can say that 
but then it still just overtakes me. And I even have mental battles in my head where I'm going, why are you irritated? Just let it go. Who cares if he's chewing loudly? Like who cares if he he's in my way when I'm trying to make a tea, like he's standing in the way, like who cares? It's not a big deal, but the rage that's coming out of my body, I can't control it. Right. And I haven't been able to control it since I was 13 years old. Right. At all. And I'm on birth control for it to regulate it. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, I think the challenge for both of us Mm -hmm. in that situation is that, you know, it affects so many different things. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, it's, it is the rage at times you said it is the, the sort of irritation, Yes, you know, and then we we can talk about it later, but just sort of like the self-loathing, the (laughs) self-loathing that comes and all of a sudden it's triggering all these things. And all of a sudden we joked, Yes. We know that that's not a joke, but like we joked, <laughs> we joked in the past about it was almost, I mean, it is like clockwork textbook, textbook. Where, where she says, I hate my hair. I want to cut it all off. Yes. And then we would realize like after a couple of years, like, oh, wait a second. This is like, this you, happens every month at this time. You hate your, your, your hair. You hate your life. Your career, my career's down the everything. toilet. Yeah. I'm a loser. Yeah. No one likes me. And then I eat a lot and then I cry and then I'm fine. Which sounds like me every day, (laughs) (laughs) but that happens for you twice a month. Yes. But no, it's true. It's that's it's. But it's debilitating. It's like literally when I feel especially those self-loathing voices in my head that are they're like screaming. Yeah. Like you are a loser. I hate you. You don't deserve to be here. Yeah. And what's and 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 also, you know, it's for me because, you know, I have this codependency, this mm-hmm. hell on. I want to fix it or I. You and know, you've tried. I've tried. And, 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 and those moments when it's in this place or like when you've commented on something that I I've done or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like I want to fix it. I go, well, why is she acting like this? Let me let's let's talk it out. Let's figure out like what it is. And there's nothing there's like. There's Nothing, nothing. There's nothing underneath it. I haven't done anything or I have done something and it's just horrendous what I've done. Horrendous. <laughs> but sometimes horrendous. like you do, you still but poke let, the bear. I let the dog <laughs> play with the play dog with my hand in the middle of the night that woke her up last night. And I saw that was the moment I was like, oh, something's about to happen. She's like, both of you, both of you are ruining my sleep. And I'm just thinking. What? What are you talking about? What? I just woke up. The dog just woke me up. What are you talking about? And there's the dog. Right there. The dog's Oh, straight. she's down there. She's asleep, which I'm sure she thinks like, what did I do? Yeah, but it, the, I was so irritated mm-hmm. at one o'clock in the morning because you were playing with the dog in bed. And I'm like, dude, I'm tired. Don't wake me up. I can't go right back to sleep like you. <laughs> but here's the thing. I just like want other people and women out there, if they experience this, like you are not alone. I do talk to other people. I, you know, someone really close to me has this same issue and a lot of women feel like this and you feel out of control mm-hmm. with yourself and your hormones and you just want to throw away your life. That's how I feel. Like, I just want to throw away. I just want to like throw my hands up and be like, whatever. And then just peace out. And 
So don't lean into that feeling is what I've learned over these 17 years together. Like I can't lean into that feeling too much. You can't fix it, but it's so hard not to get into those roles. It's so hard. It's like, I don't understand how you can't. It's like, you know, because it's not even that it's not rational. It's rational. That's Mm -hmm. the thing. It's like, it's not irrational. It's actually feels almost rational that, you know, that, well, okay, you're, your belief mm-hmm. that whatever is going on in your life right now yes. is shit. Yes. That, that you're, that, you know, in those moments, this is my favorite, my favorite, can I say? <laughs> one of my favorite, my favorite things is like, you know, this, my life is not what I expected it to be. This is not my life that I want this. Everything about my life right now is sucks. And I just, and I'm just sitting there thinking, well, yeah, I'm part of this life. <laughs> Like I'm sort of the guy in this thing, but I'm not supposed to take that personal because this is, you know, that's just not, but uh, it's really hard. It is know? hard. Yeah. And then it, and it's hard for me not to like then defend our life or, or defend your place in this world. And, you know, want to do this whole thing to say, you're not that this is what this not, what are you talking about? And this yeah. is, we go through this whole thing. And then it really hasn't been until I feel so recent, like six months that we started to went, Oh, this is like, we can't, I can't, we can't keep doing the same thing. Yeah. Every time. I think we're sick up. and tired of being sick and tired yeah. of this pattern of being on eggshells when I'm hormonal, but yeah. it, then it's like, how do I get through it? Cause I'm on medicine. I exercise to help balance it. You know, I prescribe pain medicine when I'm cramping. Like I've done everything. I'm acupuncture, mm-hmm. tons of vitamins. Literally, my doctor said there's nothing else we can do for you. No, but I feel like what you're what you're saying, sort of the self-regulation is what is happening, is that we're both like something happened for me too, where it's like I have to like have a come to Jesus moment of like, this is gonna happen mm-hmm. every month. Yeah. It's not like we talk about it and then when the third day and it's gone and we just go, oh, okay, so now it's better. Now, oh, okay, so oh, she loves me again. Okay, good. You know, yeah. but but then, you know, and then to forget that's gonna happen again and, uh, in 28 days or 21 yeah. days or something, and then go, oh, this has nothing to do with me. And it's you know, and that it's gonna blow over and that she is she's powerless over it. Yeah. And um, I can't fix it. Yeah. Cause that's that codependency. Yeah. I think that like, and then you get frustrated because you can't fix it. Yeah. Even though we both say you can't fix it. Yeah. You still want to fix it. And I just had a thought, you know, in the villages, when, when we were living in villages that when a woman was doing hormonal, she would go into the hut and be by herself through that period or be with the other women and be away so that totally makes sense. Yeah. It's like I should have a hut yeah, or like a yeah. little house in the back where if it's like that time, I can just go be with myself and like feel these like hormones because I can feel them in my yeah. body. Sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, I can like feel the like. Yeah, you so see, you like you literally like want to like like get out of your skin. Yes, You're that's like, one thing I said. I want to so my unsew myself and like crawl out of my skin and like leave the skin on the ground and like escape. Yeah. But yeah, that's why they have huts. Maybe that's our, maybe our next house, we should have a hormonal house. I've seen them at Lowe's, like a little, (laughs) a little sort of shed. (laughs) We can get a little shed for me. A A little chair, a little, some music, some speakers, some tea. Right. 
first 48 state line those are the things i was tea and nice music that's your shed that's my shed okay my shed's gonna be over there on those days too i can go in my shed you go in your but i mean how else do we move forward so we can see when they happening we've marked them on like our calendar Mm -hmm. right like we say okay these two days are coming and then we know okay these two days are coming and we say, okay, here's the day. Let's not, let's like this morning, like, okay, let's not go there. But then we still did. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's I, so fresh. Because it, again, it doesn't feel like it's, um, you know, it doesn't, it, it just feels like, oh, everything is fine. And then mm-hmm. it goes, wait, what was that? You know, and then the feels like, you know, it's, it's a stab or like a, you know, jab towards me, you know, poke towards me. I mean, that's the thing. It's like the bear's poking. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, I'm just going to poke the bear. Yeah, don't feel bad for Mark Dan over here. He pokes the bear like you do. (laughs) I mean, there's moments I am irrational, like 100 percent. And I even say, I don't know why you're irritating me, but you're just irritating me. But there's times that you do it. So it's like we are both culprits in this situation. Yeah. And this morning, even my son just saying, mom, mom, Davis going, mom, mom, Mark could see me. And I was like. Yeah, I was like, Shut up. he's literally showing you the cutest thing right now. I was just showing you the cutest thing. Mom, mom, mom. mom look, mom, mom, yeah, mom. And I was like, like, I am going to kill Stop you. Stop saying yeah. mom. Yes. And I say, yes, yes. And then it's like, yes. Yeah. So how do I, how do we get through this, people? We don't even yeah. have the, we're yeah. still going through it. This yeah. is like a secret we are still going through after 17 years. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because I, I, I feel like, us being able to talk about it mm-hmm. and also also doing it as a podcast episode shows that we're like, there's like some, some sort of growth. There's some sort of like, not solution, but like some, like we're sort of getting on the other side of it. Like I do feel like, you know, when it's happening now, I'm much more able to just go, Oh, okay. Don't poke the bear. So I wish there was like some, we can, maybe we'll come up with some more like specific examples, but it's like, it's like the little things of. Okay. Here's an example. If I'm irritated with somebody, Mark then says, well, if you look at it this way, where they're coming from and all I want him to hear is just here, I'm irritated with this person and don't try to justify that person's behavior. I, and I'm like, why are you taking their side? You say, th- this is your line. So you'll say something <laughs> and then, and so, okay. So this is where it becomes irrational is like, so you'll say something, you're, right. you're, you're irritated with something that's just irrational. Like you have no control over the situation. There's this thing is like, it's not that big of a deal. I don't quite understand. Really. It doesn't, it wouldn't bother me if I was in that situation. I'm sorry. I can't come, you know, and I'll say, and I'll sort of just take the devil. I'll be the devil's advocate. I'm like, well, you know, let's look at from their side. Like, I don't think she was da da da. I don't think he would actually do whatever it is. And that look she's giving me now, which you can't see is just like, you're dead to me. Like all she wants to say, she just wants me to say, you know, you're right. You're absolutely right. Right. That would suck. I would would be annoyed too. Or like, Oh God. Yeah. But I'm going, wait, yesterday we were totally fine with the situation. (laughs) Now we're not fine because they said this or, or whatever. And so that's where, I feel like I've gotten better. Yes, you have gotten better. Where I'm not saying, I'm not trying to defend the person. You know, even the situation that came up the other day, you know, I was like, you know, I understand, Mm -hmm. you know, and there was a couple slip ups. Yeah, but I think the way you worded it was better when you said, 
you know, I totally understand like that's triggering old stuff, you know, that inner child stuff. But if you remember tomorrow is a day where things really upset you. Like, let's go see what tomorrow is on the calendar. And I was like, oh yeah, that's probably making it 10 times worse, but you still can't play devil's advocate. No, 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 I can't. No. You know, and big, and then part of it, the hard part is, is like, okay, well then I have to just be in a house with this person. An irritated woman. An irritated woman. That you have no control over. Yeah. Does it take you back anywhere? Yeah, I'm sure to my idea when my mom was irritated, for sure, for sure. And you couldn't fix your mom? Couldn't fix her. And didn't you just point that out to somebody? Yeah. Yeah. There's your secret too. Another secret. You just pointed out like, not that you married your mom. Right. But that you married aspects. I have aspects of your mom. Right. Um, But there's something about, you know, me being triggered by you not being happy with me mm-hmm. that makes me want to you know you know get my mom to feel better to make my mom feel better like you know because there was you know there was a the separation and divorce and mm-hmm. things like that and you know and in that time you know I was like the little man you yeah. know I was like her little confidant. Her, her confidant and so I had all these secrets and I had this stuff that I was trying to do and I was trying to be the good older brother and try to be the man of the house and do all this stuff and and so when I saw her unhappy I wanted to fix that but I couldn't fix it obviously because I'm a kid yeah and so you know, the only way that I thought was like to, you know, sort of be the kid that she wanted me to be sort of this perfect kid, you know, good grades, you know, good at sports, good at everything and nice and kind and do all that kind of stuff. So I'm always trying to do that, but I see like, so I'm looking for that validation from her. I'm I'm wanting her to do that, to feel better. And then I do the same thing with you. Yeah. And obviously that doesn't, yeah, because yeah. if you don't fix me or make me feel better or be good enough for me, then you feel like empty and incomplete. Because yeah. we just talked about that, that yeah. that was like a huge thing of a well, revelation for you. Well, I was going to say like, well, there's the other secret. The other secret then becomes <gasps> what I've realized is that. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. What is your secret? Is that <laughs> I have pl- I, I thought that sort of my self-worth, like I felt like my the challenge has always been for me is like the my self-worth and my uh, self-confidence is predicated about my, the success that I've achieved out there, um, that I have to be special for some reason. I have to you know, be different. Um, so I've always been, Oh, that's what I need to focus on. And mm-hmm. so I spent last year sort of doing that, like just stop doing that, stop the hustle, stop all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I was so uncomfortable, you know, not doing stuff, not, you know, not taking actions out of fear and everything. And then, you know, all these cool things started happening. I was like, Oh, wow. I sort of give up acting and then get this directing job the next day. Everything's mm-hmm. good. And then, so I felt like I leapt off this cl- cliff. Yeah. No net. Like, yes, God's got me (laughs) flying. This is great. And, you know, I'm uncomfortable, but I got it, you know. And then this thing happened where it was like, oh, I'm not going to get the jobs happening the way it's going to happen. And it's like the money's not coming in. And I got to have a conversation. And I looked down at the the ground. I was like, oh, shit, there's the ground. Free falling. Free falling. (laughs) And I just uh, like all that fear came up, you know, not being able to be able to support you or whatever. So, So what came out of that was just I realized that I have, I've put sort of this, my self-worth and everything on how much I can, I can provide for you. Can I be the knight in shining armor? 
you know, can I be the guy that's going to take care of you, make you feel better, make you feel this way? Then when I do, and then you in turn, let me know that you love me and that I provide you, validate you, reward you, you. you, all that kind of stuff, all the sort of, you know, stuff, (laughs) then everything's great. But when I can't do that, Mm -hmm. then that triggers your stuff. Yes. Which then makes me, you be a mirror for me, basically what my thoughts are, like sort of, you know, reminding me that like, oh, right. You know, I can't do that. Like I can't provide. So underneath like the career driven, it's actually back to just like proving it to me. Yeah. Which then turned back to recently, a couple of days ago to my mom. <laughs> so really, we're just a hot mess we're right a hot now. Mess. Okay, so anybody, but at least we're showing it. Yeah, if anybody <laughs> thought that we weren't a hot mess, which I'm sure there's only like two or three people that maybe didn't think that already, but we're a mess. We are, but here's the thing. We're willing to change, right? Yes, yes. So we might not have the answers how to self-regulate your hormones. <laughs> okay. We might not have the answers trying to get your love and affirmations from your partner to like make you feel like you're worthy. We might not have those answers, but we're searching for them. Yeah. And I think the number one thing is what we turn to is our God, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you feel like you're not getting it from me, you ask God to like relieve you of that bondage. Yeah. I mean, I think that part of the big thing has been the last three months is that I realized that as much as I sort of say, I turn my will in my life forward to my higher power, you know, everybody has their own thing. Maybe they don't believe in higher power or the universe or or whatever, but you know, so that's sort of my thing, but I realized it's conditional. It's like, I do say I turn it over, but I also then want the same result. I just going to not mess with it, but I still want the result. And so what I've had to deal with is like, no, whatever that's supposed to be, whatever happening right now, the present is supposed to be exactly like this. And it's not necessarily that I get what I want as much as I deal with what's here and what's here sometimes is the humility. Sometimes it's the, you know, being of service, sometimes stepping back and pausing pausing and not not knowing. Yeah. And then I think with the hormonal aspect that triggers your shit, yes, because we're both just triggering each other's shit back and forth is that I'm gentle with myself that, you know, I don't have control over it and I can have compassion and empathy and not get frustrated and get frustrated with you. And then I can always like walk away, which before I wouldn't walk away, I'd attack. So I'm doing that less is like, okay, I feel myself getting irritated. My son's irritating. My husband's irritating. My dog's irritating. I'm just going to remove myself and go take a bath. It feels like those times I do that. And you've done it. And, and just like, I'm just going to walk away, you know, right now. And our son literally just said to me yesterday, he goes, he said he was doing something. He wasn't like necessarily annoyed because I'm just going to walk away, dad. Okay. You, yeah. All right. You do that. You just walk away. Go for it. Go. You're going to go sit in your tent. I'm just going to go sit in my tent. Dad. And then I, another time I went and I'm like, Hey, what are you doing in your tent? He's like, I would like to be alone right now. Mom. He's four years old, like just turned four years old. Like I just want to be, and I don't want to talk mom. And I said, okay, you do you. And I walked and I left him alone. So it's like us. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. Us 
willing to let him have his feelings and have his rage when he wakes up in a very bad mood for no reason, or he's oversensitive and needs a ton of love and attention right before school or whatever name the a million emotions he could have that you and I really allow him to have that. Yeah. You know, like it's okay to cry. It's okay to be in a bad mood. You can't talk to me like that or act like that, but you can be in a bad mood. If you don't want to talk to me, it's okay. You know, and then having each other's backs too, when he's mean to one of us that we step up and say, Hey, you can't talk to dad like that. He's being nice to you. You can't, people are not, you can't treat people like that. Um, So I think it's just modeling it for him as best we can, obviously, because we are human and flawed, but I think that's the one good thing that we allow him to have his emotions and rage and frustration and not shame him and not say he's wrong, but also there's boundaries around it. Like not let him throw things or do those, you know? Well, I mean, you just described sort of what we do with you. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, reparenting myself, reparenting yourself, but Mm -hmm. in these moments Mm -hmm. of these things where it's like, yeah, okay, cool. You can, I know you're feeling uncomfortable. I know that you're feeling like you want to crawl out of your skin. I know I'm annoying you, Mm -hmm. but could you not talk to me that way? And you'll say, I I shouldn't have talked to you that way. I'm sorry. I I shouldn't have responded that way. I shouldn't have said that in front of him, you know? And then, so we have our own little boundaries of like, okay, you can be feeling that way, but try not to like lash Lash out out. on us because, you know, we didn't do anything normal (laughs) than other (laughs) annoying stuff that we do on a daily basis, (laughs) you know, like play when we're supposed to be getting ready for school and, you know, getting in the car or whatever. And so, um, so no, I think that is what you just said that it's like, I have to allow you to be in that place, but also not feel like it's, you know, well, just like everything we were just talking about recently, it's just, you know, you're going through it and you're having, you know, an experience has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Like if it does have something to do with me, then, then I can have a conversation. conversation, I can make amends. I could say something, you know, whatever it is, but if it's not about me, then it's, I can shut the fuck up and like just mind my own business and not feel like I had to fix it or feel like I need to stay on your side of the street. Yeah. For both. For both of us during yeah. that time. Yeah. Know, which is so hard to do. But I think we're getting better. Yeah. Oh, this has been so uncomfortable. I, I just told four secrets. I know. And I'm just uncomfortable in general. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I just, like I said, I want to crawl out yeah. of my skin and that's okay. Tomorrow I won't. Yeah. But today this is where I am. And to have kindness and compassion for myself and hopefully for others yeah. that live in my house. Yeah. So you look beautiful today. Oh, thank you. you. Thank you. Is there anything else you want to leave for the Uh, listeners? Thank you for listening. Yeah. For a hundred episodes. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. That's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, I I, I guess I just want to say when you were saying we don't have, we're both saying we don't really have the solutions to this thing. It's like, you know, I think that's why, you know, when we started the podcast was not about us sort of being experts in anything to, you know, like, Hey, come on our show. We'll tell you, you know, how to, how to be better, be better, act better or something. You know, we're not like this. That's not, it's never been the Mm -mm. sort of goal of this, even though that we both do, you know, coaching, consulting and, you know, writing and things like that, that, um, and our service in different ways and that there's a, but we're also, 
we were broken and alone and feeling isolated and addicts and we've been there. So we came from it that way. Yeah. And so it was never about like, let's come on and like tell people how to do something or fix them. It's more about like, let's all see that we're, you know, that, that we're not necessarily unfixable. Yeah. So, and I think like, I like to say is like, a hundred episodes. Yeah. <laughs> this is the hundredth episode so and that we did it to be of service, like yeah. you said, and to help other people. And just us doing this is actually feels like it's relieving this secret that our family has carried around that not many people know about, yeah. you know, the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde of Brianne yeah. Davis yeah. on, on her hormonal days yeah. is, is a scary at times. Yeah. Um, but we're going through it. Mm-hmm we always are getting on the other side and with any hardship, there's growth, right? Through the darkness, there's the light. We've been always saying it's like every time there's a breakdown, there's a breakthrough. So every time, even though we both don't want to go through it and try our best to like go around go over it, go under it. Every time we just go through and like say, this is uncomfortable. This, we don't, love about ourselves. This is something I need to prove, improve. This is something that I have to work on we always get to the other side. So I think doing this podcast, doing it for so many episodes and allowing others to come on, I definitely have more empathy and compassion for myself. hundred percent. Right. Yeah. And I'm just honored to do this with you. Me too. So I love you. I love you too. Um, And if you want to be on the show, please email us at secretlifepodcast at iCloud.com. Until next time. Thanks again for listening to the show. Please subscribe, rate, share, or send me a note at secretlifepodcast.com. And if you like to check out my book, head over to secretlifenovel.com or Amazon to pick up a copy for yourself or someone you love. Thanks again. See you soon.